Welcome to the Sunday morning podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Crawley. This message is by Rohan Andrew. So we're just going to, I'm just going to just pray before we carry on with the next bit, but I'm just going to pick up on the rest of the story of um, Samuel. So yeah, Father God, I thank you for the word that you've placed on my heart this morning. I thank you for what you want to do in us and through us today, Lord God. I thank you, Father, that your spirit of wisdom and revelation would be here and you just reveal your truth to every single person in this place, Father God, that they would go away changed and transformed by your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so Hannah dedicated uh, Samuel to the Lord. So he went to live uh, in the temple with Eli, who was the, the priest at, the, at that time. And Samuel was very young when he, when he went. He was probably, he was very, very small. He was only a weaned child. And then he grew up in the temple. Now in Samuel, in 1 Samuel 3, what began to happen here, many of you would have heard this story, is the Lord began to speak to Samuel. And I'm just going to read a chunk of this scripture just so that you can pick up the whole story. And, and it says this. So this is uh, 1 Samuel 3, 1 to 10. It says, The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called to Samuel. Samuel answered, here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. But Eli said, I did not call you, you. go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time the Lord called Samuel and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there calling as the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak for your servant is listening. And that's a, that's a really cool story, isn't it? Where God actually began to speak to Samuels. Now at that kind of age, Samuel, you know, the, um, some of the commentaries say Samuel was about 12 years old because he was ministering in uh, in the temple. So he was around 12 years old. He's still very, very young. And he began to hear the voice of God. And from that point onwards, the Lord just began to speak to him. So he gave him a, a very strong prophetic word to give to Eli, a very difficult, challenging word for Eli, because Eli, Eli's sons were um, misbehaving themselves and doing stuff they shouldn't be doing. And God spoke to Samuel and said, tell Eli this, if he doesn't sort things out, this is going to take place in his life. And so Samuel gave that word to Eli. But what I want to focus on this morning for us is, is how the word of the Lord, it says here in verse 7, 
Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. And I, I want us, and we're going to do a bit of kind of exercising in this. We're going to kind of test this out. Um, I want us to just realize that we have the word of the Lord. So there was a point in, in that story that it said that Samuel did not, he didn't know the Lord. He didn't know the Lord. Now we, most of us here, um, if you're born again and you've given your life to the Lord, you, you should know the Lord. You should have God's spirit living inside of you and you know who he is. And Samuel was kind of, he didn't know who God was. He was serving in the temple. Um, he was probably being obedient to Eli, doing what he was being told to do and, and you know, serving very well. Um, but he didn't know God. And in, it says in those days that the word of the Lord was quite rare. So people didn't really have a deep kind of connection relationship with God at that time. But he began to know the Lord. Now, Eli had, or Eli did know the Lord. And you can tell because he gave Samuel some instruction. He said, you know, when the Lord comes and you hear this voice, just say, Lord, you'll, you know, come. I mean, your servant is listening. Tell me what it is you want to say. So specifically, it said that speak for your servant is listening. So Eli kind of was training Samuel in how to have a relationship with God and how to hear God. And the one thing I want to highlight to us this morning is we, we're further on than Samuel was. Now, Samuel got some amazing, you know, prophetic words. And, you know, you'll, some of you will know his story where he anointed David as king and he anointed Saul as king. And he, he brought in a whole new kind of um, way of God connecting with his people through bringing in the king and prophets and all of that kind of stuff. And Samuel was often called the greatest you know, prophet of, of all of them. And he, so he had a relationship with God and he knew how to hear the Lord. And I believe it's important for us today that we know how to hear God. Now, we did a whole series on this. I think it was back in the beginning of 2020. I could be wrong. But we did a whole series, a big theme about how to hear God. How many people remember that theme? We, we did it for weeks and weeks and weeks. Just past the Gary at the back, no one else. Okay. <laughs> we did a lot. It was a couple of months we went on a whole thing about hearing the voice of God, hearing hearing God, because at that point in time, I think we we're right in the heat of the whole COVID thing and there's lots going on and people not sure what's going on and what God's doing and what God's not doing and vaccines and this, that, the other. And um, it felt like people were kind of a bit scattered all over the place. And we did this series to help people know how to hear God for themselves. And actually at that point in time as well, there's lots of different conspiracy things flying around and this person's got this opinion about what's happening and this other person's got this opinion and this person's coming on video and saying this stuff and this person's saying don't take the vaccine, this person's saying take the vaccine and just lots of confusion, lots of things going on. And we thought, do you know what, we're going to do a theme where we help people to hear directly from God themselves so that they don't have to, you know, they don't get confused by watching all these different videos and things that were coming out. So I believe that we still need to continue to grow in that ability of all of our Christian walk, all of our lives. We need to grow in our ability to hear the voice of God. Now, Samuel heard 
the voice of God audibly. And actually it says that the Lord came and stood there and stood before him. So he was in the temple and the Lord came and stood before him in the temple and began to speak to him. And, um, you know, many people in the Bible had experiences like that where the, the Lord would literally stand there and speak directly to them. But we know we can also hear God in all sorts of other ways. We can, we can all hear, well, maybe not everyone can at the moment, but we all have access to hear God, his, his maybe not an audible voice, but definitely inside of our spirit, inside of our hearts, to be able to hear God's voice talking to us. And, you know, there's other ways of hearing God using the word. Um, he may give us, give us visions or pictures or dreams or through other people speaking to us. Um, there's lots of ways or just circumstances in life. There's lots of ways in which God can speak to us. If you, if you want to know more, because obviously we're not going to be able to get through too much right now, go back and watch the theme. It is online and there's lots of different um, messages about hearing how to hear God especially through challenging times. You know, we, you know that was back um, a couple of years ago now, but now we're still kind of in these times, aren't we, where there's like wars and rumours of wars going on. There's stuff with Ukraine and Russia. There's stuff still, the virus is still kind of out there. Um, there's all sorts of, we've got winds and hurricanes and whatever's going on out there. There's, there's lots of things going on, like financial stuff in our nation, you know, bills going up. There's, there can be lots of things that can challenge us and cause us to fear or cause us to worry or cause us to be there to be stress and stuff. And we've got to be able to hear God's voice. What is God saying through all of this? What is the word of the Lord through all of this? Because he doesn't want us to just be swayed, you know, like some of these trees out there over the last couple of days and, and fall over and the roots to just snap off. He wants us to be rooted, grounded, strong, knowing what God's saying, knowing where God's going, what's happening in, in this time. He wants us to be connected directly to him so we're not blown around by all the stuff that comes out on the news. Because the news loves to highlight all the negatives that are going on. Anything negative, it'll be out on the news, it'll be out on social media, it's out on, it comes up, pops up on your phone. Anything positive is kind of like left, you know, maybe they might mention it at the end of the, the end of the news program. But we need to hear, we need to be able to hear the voice of God. Amen. So we're going to practice some of that this morning around your tables. I just want to say that I think since I was a young Christian, when I first gave my life to the Lord, and I heard that you could hear from God, because it was kind of like a new thing to me. Like, I gave my life to God, and I thought, okay, I'm doing this Christian thing, and I'm going to church and stuff like that. But I didn't really know you could have a personal, in-depth relationship with God where he could actually talk to you, and you could talk to him, and he'd reply to what you'd say to him. I didn't know you could have that. And I wanted that I heard other people had it and I was like right well, you know if, if other people can hear God I want I want that I want that level of relationship with him and um so I pursued it and I pursued it and I pursued God and I was like God I want to be able to hear you and um bit by bit you know just by help um you know using other people's teachings and 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 watching stuff online where it taught you how to hear God's voice, which is something you can all do as well. You just go on YouTube. How do you hear the voice of God? Google it. You know, you're sure you'll find some useful stuff out there. Um, 
but I began to grow in the ability to hear God and God would start to speak to me and give me pictures and dreams and visions and all sorts of things, um, encounters with him where he'd speak to me and other people would come and give me pictures and words and stuff that they felt God was saying for me. And, and, and you kind of collect those things up, prophetic stuff for your life, things that God is declaring over your life, speaking over your life. And I remember, I remember words that people had given me and things that God said to me from years ago, probably like 15 years ago when I was a, a young Christian. They've stuck with me. And it's important that we're able to hear God like that for ourselves. But also, it's good for us to be able to um, give God, what God is saying to other people as well. Because um, it really helps, encourages other people. Who's ever heard something from someone else that's really encouraged them um, from God? Anyone? I would have thought most people have heard something that can be really encouraging. Just, just sometimes just a very simple word. Um, and I, I remember way back when I was at university, I'd just given my life to the Lord and I was in kind of um, the student union and we just kind of sometimes take it in turns and giving pictures to each other and words from God to each other. And I, I heard some stuff that was like, you know, where I am right now, people gave me a word to say, you're going to be doing some of the things you're doing now way back then, which back then it was like, wow, I just wouldn't even imagine that to be, come to pass or to be true. And I've had loads of prophetic words and different things over the years. And, and you kind of store them up in your heart and you hold on to them and you pray them through. And God actually, God actually makes them happen, makes them come to pass. So let me just share this scripture with you from 1 Corinthians 14, 1 to 5. And this is Paul speaking to the church in Corinth. And he's saying this, follow the way of love. And we were praying about that, talking about that this morning um, in, our early, in our prayer before, before you guys came. Follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy, for anyone who speaks in a tongue uh, does not speak to people, but to God. So that's speaking in, in tongues, praying in the Spirit, speaking in tongues. Um, for anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people, but to God. Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. But the one who prophesies speaks to the people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Anyone who speaks in a tongue edifies themselves, but the one who prophesies edifies the church. I would like every one of you to speak in tongues, but I would rather have you prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless someone interpret it, interprets it so that the church may be edified. So Paul here was encouraging people, and this is what I did when I was a, a young Christian. It says, eagerly desire spiritual gifts or gifts of the Spirit, especially to prophesy. Now, prophecy really, in its simplest form, is just hearing something from God and giving it to someone. That's, that can be prophecy. Very, very simple. And obviously, it gets more and more in advance. And you can, you know, it might be something very simple, like a picture you give to someone. Um, when, I was, when I was going through this process, when I was a very young Christian, I'm probably a few years saved, maybe three years, um, I was like, God, right, I want to hear from you and then I'm going to start giving pictures and things. I want to speak to other people. I'm going to give them stuff from you. 
And I kind of went on this kind of quest. I went to some of these, I went to this prophetic conference um, that was near where I was living in Stafford. And they taught you how to give, get, hear stuff from God and give words to people, give pictures to people or bits of prophetic stuff to people. And um, I came away from this conference full of like faith. And I was like, right, I'm just going to start doing this, God. I'm just going to step out in faith and just start giving people pictures, words, and stuff, and stuff like that. So I was at university and I would literally go up to strangers. I don't know where this faith came from back then. I was just, just very eager. I would literally go up to strangers that were in like our wherever halls of residence or in the actual university buildings. And I would just sit, sit down next to someone and say, Hi, you know, introduce myself. Hi, I'm Rohan. I'm, you know, I'm just a Christian. And God, do you, do you want to hear something from God for you? And every single time I did that, every time they said yes. And so then I would sit there and probably quite awkwardly, I would shut my eyes and I would just sit with them and ask God for something for this person. And God would give me something for this for the for the person. It was probably my level of just faith, just believing God's going to do it. God would always give me something for the person. And um, I'd say 95% of the time it was accurate, it was right for them. Um, there was a few times probably it, it probably wasn't quite right, um, but I don't think there was any harm caused. It was just maybe got it wrong. But 95% of the time it was right. And it was very, very simple things I would, I would say to them. I just, I remember going up to one guy and just saying, I just see like a green apple. That's all. I just, I, I close my eyes, ask for something for you. And I just see this green apple. That's all, that's all I've got. And the guy was like, do you know what? Every single day before I come to university, I have to have an apple. I have to have an apple. It's just like this thing that I do where I've got to eat an apple before I come in. And, and then, I mean, and then our conversation would start from there. I would be like, yeah, well, you know, God just showed me that. And, you know, I'm a Christian. I believe God shows me things and he can do this in your life. And just, I go on a bit of a witness thing from there. And, you know, I got other pictures to other people where I just sat there and I remember one where I was just like, I just see this dog like tied up to this pole. Um, I don't know if that means anything to you. Um, it's just a dog tied up to a pole. I don't get it. And I told the, I told the guy and the guy was like, yeah, do you know what? We've got this dog at home that is tied up in the back garden and we massively neglect it. We don't care about it. We don't, when we feel a bit guilty, we should be doing something with this dog, but none of us really know what to do with it. And it was just like, uh, it was right. It was accurate. And then I go, go from there and say, yeah, well, you know, God showed me that and he wants to show you, you know, he wants to do something in your life and blah, blah, blah. And there was loads of times I just did that and, and God would honour that. And, you know, I was so young as a Christian. I was barely really even in church back then. And um, I believe God wants to do that this morning with you guys around your table. So you're going to be stretched a little bit because um, I want you to just pray for each other and share what you feel like you're getting from God for the other person. And there is a few guidelines I want to just bring in. So one of the scriptures here, um, in that first Corinthians section that I read out said that the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging and comfort. So when you give a word to someone, sometimes it might just be like what I had. You see a picture of something and you share it with someone. But if you have something a bit more 
of a, you feel like God is saying this to them. It should always be for their strengthening, encouraging and comfort. So it's an encouraging word. It's not a word that's going to condemn them or be really negative or be really judgmental or really kind of accusing or whatever. It's to encourage them. So they should come away encouraged, strengthened and comforted by the word that you get from God. Um, And one thing we ask people not to do is to give directional words as well. So if it's something that's, that's telling someone they need to go and sell their house and go and move to a different country, we ask you not to do that. If you get something like that really strong, please come and tell one of the leaders and we can maybe have, we can weigh it up and see if that's right and then we can speak to the person. But um, not that many of you will probably get things like that. But we ask not to, to deliver words like that because they can have, obviously have quite a big effect on people's lives. <clears throat> so we want to be encouraging each other, strengthening each other, building people up. Sometimes you might just get a scripture. You might have a part of a scripture or a scripture and you just share it with that person. But what I'm wanting to do this morning is to just help us to stretch our capacity to be able to hear something from God and deliver it to someone what else don't use this as an opportunity to say something to someone that you've always wanted to say and you just want to attach God's name to it (laughs) because you see something in their character that you just want to kind of pick at and you think well do you know what I'm just going to bring God's name onto that and then yeah God's saying this to you Um, please don't do that but what I do want to, what, what this is, is it's a, it takes a bit of faith, it only takes a small amount of faith, the size of a mustard seed, to believe that God is going to give you something for that person, okay? And just share whatever it is you feel like you get. Now, also, the work, what, the, what God tells us to do is to weigh whatever we receive from people, that we don't just receive any, anything that people gives us. If it's something speaking directly to us, you're meant to weigh it, test it, think about whether it is really from God or not. Those pictures I gave to those guys, it automatically related straight into something and they knew straight away. It was like, you know, they knew what I was talking about. Um, When we give words and pictures to people, it's often like that. When it's from God, the person already connects with it, knows it. Maybe it's confirming something in their life. Maybe it's just, you know, maybe it's something you've read this morning and then someone repeats it to you. Um, It it's like that. God kind of does it and you kind of feel that it feels right. And sometimes, you know, people can say things and you can feel that it doesn't feel quite right. It doesn't sit right. It's negative. It just feels horrible. It doesn't feel like that's really from God. You can often just, you can sense that. And we do have to be careful because some people can give words to people and it can cause some damage in people's lives. So just be very careful what you say and be careful how you receive things as well. So we're all learning. No one's perfect. No one's um, got a perfect prophetic gift, even prophet people, um, because there is prophets that are around that have a a very, very sharp in these kind of gifts, are very accurate in how they give these um, words to people. I've had words spoken over my life about all sorts of things from from prophetic people, and I know they're accurate. I know they're from God, um, and... But, but they're more advanced in that gift. 
So, what I would like us to do, I'm going to pray first, but what I'd like us to do is around our tables, take it in turns to, for everyone to give a word to each person. Now, if you really feel uncomfortable about doing this, I'm not forcing you to do it. If you can't do it, don't worry. Don't worry, you don't have to do this. But I would like you to try. Um, I remember when I was a student at Bible College, um, we, I just remember we've, we, we, you get a lot of words from different people over the years. But I remember there was one particular time we all kind of sat in the lounge and there was a bunch of us and we just decided while we're in this lounge, we're just going to give different words to each other. And we had the most powerful time where it kind of just starts off with, we gave little simple pictures and little simple words, and then it kind of just grows. I think as you do it, you kind of build in faith, you build in confidence, and you give certain things, and God starts to speak more. And we started giving words to each other that were very accurate and just just powerful. And there was tears, good tears, tears of joy. <laughs> um, and, you know, God is really speaking some, some, some powerful stuff to people. So the more you do this and the more you practice with this, the, the more you'll grow in your capacity to do this. So it takes a little bit of faith, but you can hear from God. Every single person here, just like Samuel, a little boy, you can hear from God. For young people as well, I think you're going to be joining Niall probably at this table over here. So everyone in the consecrate group, if you can go over there in a second, and now I was going to just talk you through some of that. But you can hear from God. What I suggest you do, this is what I was taught to do way back, way back when, is to just close your eyes and to just ask the Lord to just show you something for that person or give you something for that particular person. And you might need to kind of just blank your mind a bit so that there's no, you know, our brains sometimes always going on overdrive thinking about um the bring and share, the, what food's going to be available, what you're going to do when you get home, what's on TV later on, what's the wind like outside. You need to kind of just blank your mind a bit and just give God space in your heart, in your head for him to speak. And I encourage you, if it's just keep it simple. If it's something very simple, just share that. And maybe it will be right, maybe it won't be right. There's no, no one's going to fail this morning. There's nothing wrong. It's just, this is an exercise to help you just to stretch that gift and just begin to use it so I'm going to hand it over to you guys now one thing um, just looking across the tables some of the some of us leader people if you can just join a table um, yeah if you can just join a table so guys at the back I don't know where it was I guess other people are out in groups uh, but just everyone, I'd like everyone to join a table and I'd like us to try, um, have a go at this, okay? So take it in turns. You pick a person. Maybe introduce yourselves if you don't know each other. Pick a person and then everyone just give something simple to them. And we'll go from there. Let me just pray. So Father God, Father, I just thank you for your gifts of the spirit Lord God I thank you father that we can all hear from you and you may show us something very very simple or whatever it may be father we just thank you for pictures right now for words right now scriptures um simple messages from you to us father thank you for the faith to be able to do this 
just take off any fear or any pressure or any insecurity around this area. Uh, so go ahead, Father, and speak to us and speak through us. Amen. Amen. So go for it. I'll give you a few minutes. So did everyone hear something encouraging? Yeah? Just Nile? <laughs> How did you find it? Did you, did you find it difficult? Was it, was it easy? Was it something you've never done before? How many have never done anything like this before? A few hands. How many people found it quite straightforward? You've done it loads of times before and it's quite normal for you? No? Yes, some people. Um, how many, did you actually hear something encouraging? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, while I, was, while I was at this table, I was thinking that, you know, sometimes you might hear something and it might not make sense, but then later on, God will confirm it and you can, God will put another piece to, of the puzzle to it and it will actually mean something. So just hold on to those things, um, test them, weigh them, Talk to someone else about them if you're not sure about them. You know, talk to a leader about them. Um, but we want to get much, we want to develop these gifts. We want to stretch ourselves in these gifts and begin to use them. And I, I, something I really feel that God's been speaking to me about for probably a number of months now is that we need to be sharing more things as a church together. You know, people coming up and sharing some stuff that they feel God's, speaking to us as a church or speaking to other individuals. Um, one, just to finish off, one scripture I had as I was praying this morning for all of us, and I've already mentioned some of this already. Because I felt like as I was praying for you guys this morning that that. The Lord said there is, there is lots of fear in people. And that might be, I mean, we know it will be people outside of the church, but also people here today. There is fears that we carry, and it could be to do with all the things that I mentioned before about finances and this, that, the other. Um, and I felt God gave give me this scripture. And sometimes when I feel God gives me a scripture, he gives me a part of it. And then I Google it. <laughs> I Google the part that I remember that he's told me. And then, he, then you can read the rest of the scripture. And it says this. So anyone who's fearful at the moment of whatever's going on in the world or things that are going on around us, this is Isaiah 43, verse 1 and 2. It says this. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, who formed you, Israel. Now, sometimes when especially in Isaiah, when it's talking about Israel, Jacob, it's talking about us, the, the God's people, basically. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name, and you are mine. So God's saying to you, you belong to him. He's redeemed you, and you are his. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, it will not, um, you will not be burned the flames will not set you ablaze, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Saviour. So just take that scripture on board. When you go through the waters, so you might go through some things, he will be with you. 
When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. Walk through the fire, it will, you will not be burnt and you will not be, you will not be set ablaze. It's, so it, God, God doesn't promise us that we'll never go through anything difficult and we'll never go through anything challenging and we'll never, we're, as believers, we'll just have this perfect life and everything will be easy. He's never promised us that, but what he does promise us is that we won't be consumed by those things. We won't be burnt by those things. He will go through it with us. He will give us peace through the storm. He will walk through whatever troubles we have in life and he'll be near to us. And we've got to allow him to do that. Obviously, we've got to come to him and allow him to do that. But he promises to go through with us. Amen. And he says, do not fear. Do not fear. Come to the Lord. Amen. So I'm just going to pray and then I'll let us eat. So Father God, I thank you for what you've been doing in us this morning. Thank you for just stretching those muscles, those faith muscles, stretching our ability to hear from you, to see things for each other, to deliver things to each other. Father, I pray that you would cause us to eagerly desire those spiritual gifts and especially to prophesy, to deliver things. And Father God, I thank you that, you know, just I, I pray, Father, that for anyone here that's open, that you would give people dreams, visions, things for other people that they can share with others. Maybe people that don't even know you, Lord, that they can share them with other people and encourage other people. So, Father, I thank you for all that you said this morning. I thank you for the children we've dedicated this morning. Um, Lord, I pray that you bless the food that we're going to have now and the fellowship we have with each other. And we just thank you for all that you're going to do in us and through us this week and today. Amen. Amen. So just be aware of God speaking to you for other people. You know, you can practice doing this. You can, you know, the guys in the youth, you can practice doing it in your youth groups. You know, we used to do a lot of that when we were youth leaders. But just be sensitive to just feeling, you know, if God gives you something to someone, just send them a message. Say, you know, I've got this scripture for you. Here it is, you know see if it means anything to you or got this picture but we're meant to be as a body as a family encouraging each other building each other up and um, strengthening each other amen thank you for listening to this kingdom faith podcast we trust it's been an encouragement to you for more information and resources from kingdom faith and our other audio and video podcasts please visit www.kingdomfaith.com